I'm Courtney. I'm Joe. And, and this, this is, is Courtney, Courtney and Joe, Joe Spoil, Spoil Everything. everything. Courtney, happy to be back with you. Me too. Coming off the Super Bowl and coming off of your Super Bowl, how was Scream? <laughs> oh my gosh. It was great. Uh, no, I take that back. My Scream party was great. The anticipation of it, making some banners, getting some great candy. Scream 5 was not great. Did you see it? No, but I saw you rented out the whole theater for yeah, your so- friends. <laughs> I rented out the entire theater. So it came out you on the Friday night, but you could see it like a little bit on Thursday before 7 p.m., 7.30. But I thought, no, I'll wait till Friday. And I said, I don't want to sit there with a bunch of strangers. So I thought, well, I'll just go rent out my own theater. So I rented out my own theater. Um, I invited a handful of my friends, a few family members, Justin, obviously. Um, and I put out a, a spread. So I did like all fun funky candies together i had a scream phone you picked it up he like talks to you i had some like funky different popcorns um and it was nice like the theater's super nice the seats were great they're the ones that you can like push back and everything they were like your own little recliners and it was fun it was super fun for all that but i was two things one is when you watch scream with a crowd i feel like God, these people must think I'm a freaking lunatic. Like, you know, I need to be watching this shit. And then two is I hated the ending. Like, my brother leaned down at the right when it ended. He's like, should have been this. I'm like, I know. Like, we both had, like, the same reaction. So it's been very interesting because I'm also part of, like, Scream Facebook groups. And I don't think, I don't know, it's it's kind of a weird divisive thing. But, like, a lot of longtime fans, I don't think, were huge. I think they wanted something different to happen, as did I. Didn't I also tell you there's going to be a ton more coming? I know. That's just frustrating. They're all of a sudden they're like, and Scream 6 is green. I'm like, please stop. Please stop. Like, I Scream 1 is the best. It's very raw. It's very, it's its thing. But Scream 2 is not bad, right? You get into 3, 3 is not, 3 is okay. From there, it's just like hot mess express. Like, they don't need, <laughs> this does not need to be, you know, Nightmare on Elm Streets and Friday the 13th. Like, one was, would have sufficed. How much but, did it cost you to rent out the theater? So when you rent a new movie, it's two hundred. When you rent an old, they have like a list of like oldies at different time periods. That's one hundred. Oh shit! I'm about to rent it out for Elvis just for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's a really nice experience. You can bring twenty people. After twenty, I think they charge eight bucks or something. No, I like I am going to do that, <laughs> so I can watch a new Elvis movie in oh, utter no. silence. Yeah. No, it's really nice. Middle my seat, mom... center row at midnight. I think you'd love it. I, I, my mom went. My mom does not like scary movies, but her friend wanted to go. I don't think she saw 30 seconds of this film. I mean, she had a blanket <laughs> over her head the whole time and just like ate. Like, she, I don't think she saw anything. Can't deal. But no, it's uh, super nice. You definitely should do that. Okay. I'm actually going to go see Jackass by myself on Monday. I have it off. Oh, yeah. Go go during the day. You'll get, like, a small crowd. When I had that movie pass, I used to go to the movies all the time. You know, you just pop in, like, after work or whatever um, until that poor company went bankrupt. But I do, hear, I do hear they're coming back. But anyway, but I used to go, and it would be, like, a very small crowd at the movies. It was perfect. Yeah, post-COVID. I bet there's going to be no one else in there with me. Well, you live in Massachusetts. Here in New York, we go to the movies, and we go places, and we don't know get too i'm talking about upstate new york new york city i don't know what happens down there that's a, that's another world 
Well, anyways, we're gathered here today in the name of the Supernatural finale. Mm-hmm. Long time coming. I want to give out a, a shout out before we start to Shane um, at Dawn of Comics. Yeah, he wrote in and he said, listening to your Supernatural episode, I wanted to share with you why us fans are called Wayward Sons and Daughters. At the end of each season, they show clips of all the previous episodes to sum it up and wrap it up. Uh, to the song Carry On My Wayward Son by Kansas. I hope that helps. And I doubt I'm the only person to message you. We did get a few messages. This is actually super popular in our messages. Like people want us to do this, (laughs) this episode, like really bad and get to the end here. Uh, Also shout out to Morgan. She's a big fan. Um, She's been commenting and messaging us too. So uh, thanks for your support guys. And uh, we can't wait to get into this. So I watched it several weeks ago. Joseph (laughs) was lax. Yeah. It's my fault this time. Usually it's Courtney's fault. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Very transparent on that. But this one, (laughs) it was my fault. Completely. Um, Courtney, do you want to give us some background on this? Yeah, just a little bit. So Supernatural came to an end rather recently, November 19th, 2020. Just to recap, between the WB and CW, Supernatural spent 15 years on television. That is no, you know, walk in the park. Um, It was the longest running show on the CW, and 1.4 million loyal fans tuned in to see the finale. Prior to that, the season hadn't, I'm sorry, the series hadn't seen an audience of that size in nearly two years. So really, you know, their fans came back for this final one. The last episode is called Carry On um, because of the Kansas song. And I guess that obviously goes along with the Weird Sons and Daughters thing. I had a few things. So I just talked about, like, I took some notes on uh, creator Eric uh, Kipke. Mm-hmm. So do you know how I said in the last episode, um, I was like, oh, they brought Constantine into this? Well, it <laughs> turns out they didn't. He's a huge fan of the Hellblazer comics. And he says he created the character of Castile from Supernatural after being unable to feature John Constantine on the series, Castile's outfit mirrors Constantine's exactly. So oh, I I had it, but I didn't have it. Okay, but obviously you saw the nod to that, so that's interesting. Okay. According to Eric Kripke, for season one, Devil's Trap, we wanted to bring back Missouri Mosley, but she wasn't available, so I wrote a new character uh, for it, and it's... Uh, Bobby Singer, and he ended up being like one of the biggest characters in this whole series. You see him at the end sitting outside the bar. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense. Um, Yeah, because I noticed, well, we'll get to that, but I noticed that must be their parents. They couldn't get them to come back as special guests because that's the guy that's like, oh, your parents are over there. According to Kripke, he tweeted that in season five episode, Changing Channels is his all-time favorite episode. Uh, I also wrote some fun facts here about the finale. Uh, when going to the crime scene, posing as FBI agents, uh, Sam and Dean used the aliases Singer and Kripke. Those are <laughs> the series producer and the creator. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yep. Carry On My Wayward Son was released November 19, uh, 19th, 1976 and the air date for carry on is november 19th 2020 yeah that's cool i bet they lined it up pretty well for that yeah that's pretty cool how they did that uh the man laughing in the background when sam pies dean is actually the it's actually robert singer like trying to hold in his laugh 
Oh my god, I definitely thought that. Was, I even made like a note of this somewhere. But I'm like, but that extra got got like fifty bucks extra because he made a sound in it. That was funny. Dean says his first full "I love you" to Sam in this episode. Uh, the bridge that the final scene takes place on is the same one that appeared in season uh, thirteen, episode eighteen. Uh, bring them back alive when the angel guards march up to a group of people on the bridge for execution. Oh. Also, it appeared in season five, episode two. Oh, cool. A little throwback for people who actually, you know, know what happened in the middle of this. So, <laughs> <laughs> fun fact if you go back and the, the bridge will be in those. Uh, I, I, I just I hopped into this episode and I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be very transparent again with mm-hmm. everyone. I watched this using the 1.5 speed feature on Netflix. Oh. Because everything moves so slow in this. <laughs> like in this world, like I, I watched the first one, it was slow. And then I was watching this one. Yeah. It just took forever to get to the point of anything. So I watched it on 1.5 and it was like regular speed. Oh my God. Well, you know, here's the thing. The beginning, I was actually kind of delighted by. I liked this whole, like, now we're regular people type thing. Because I watched, did you see the recap? No, because it's cheating. No, mine, came, recap, mine was there. It was it was just there as part of, like, the beginning of the thing. Yeah, and then it gives you the option to skip it. And I skipped it. Not sure I had that option. Oh my God. Doesn't matter anyway. You barely saw anything, except for I realized that some person was God. That's really all I got out of it anyhow. But but what I liked in the beginning was, okay, obviously we know because we saw the first episode, we know a little bit about the series that we know they've been monster hunters this whole time. So I like to see this like relaxation every day, going to make my bed, going to not make my bed, you know, dirty plates, like regular life thing. I kind of like how that led into that. Yeah, the brothers wake up in a bunker and conducted their morning routines to the sweet background music of Van Morrison. Mm-hmm. After breakfast, the brothers both get on their laptops and look for uh, leads. Sam says he has nothing, and Dean declares that he had found something. That turns out to be a pie fest. <laughs> yes. Which so, I was like, I loved that. I was like, oh, this is fun. I see, remember I mentioned in the very first episode that what we had watched, and I don't know if it was the first few episodes or the first few seasons, they like injected more humor into it after that. Like, it was kind of serious to begin with. So I think this is kind of the quirkiness that people came to appreciate from what I could tell. And I think it's just their their dynamic. Like, one's serious and one's a goofball. Yeah. So the brothers drive to a small town where a pie fest is going on. Dean gets some pies and sits with Sam. After a moment, Sam says that he wishes Castile and Jack would be there. Uh, Dean figures that they should just keep on living and invite Sam to have somebody pies him in the face instead. So... This came, one of my predictions was that everyone close to them is going to die. Yeah. And it seems like Castile and Jack were close characters that died. Yes. I think that Jack was that God character that I referenced. Uh, Castile, I have no idea. Obviously the parents are gone. We've kind of gotten that just. Um, Also, (laughs) Jensen Eccles aged so much less than the other one. Like Sam looks emaciated. I don't know if they didn't feed him on set, but like Jensen looks like still pretty good, like 15 season later, but he's talking like that deep scratchy, like Christian Bale and Batman. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I noticed that. No, I actually mentioned in our first episode that they like how they aged. And I I said that he looks significantly better. Uh, 
Like Dean looks What's significantly happening? better than Sam. So yeah, what Sam looks like, like they got a body double. Like I don't know what. I mean, no offense, but we're gonna get like beat up for this. But I just didn't. <laughs> I don't know. He did not look right. And I go. I even commented to the guy who you said was singer in the background. I go, oh, there's a little old man teehee-heeing in the background when he bites him in the face. Well, it gets dark right here. So that night, a man uh, checks the mail uh, while his while his wife tends to their kids. The doorbell rings, and the husband answers the door, but no one's there. As he turns around, the two men wearing skeleton masks stab him like through his stomach. The wife tells uh, her sons to run upstairs, and then the intruders start to pursue them. The boys run uh, to the bedroom and lock the door. Meanwhile, one of the intruders catches up to the wife and maims her. So, okay, this was like almost like slasher movie style, but not a lot of blood. I don't know if that's because, you know, something to do with the CW or something. But those masks on the killers were freaky. They look like those punks in Batman and Robin, like that fluorescent scene. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, also, speaking of that, it looked like the beginning of The Dark Knight. That's what I was going to say. The Dark Knight, when he comes off the he comes off the school bus after they're back <laughs> into the bank. Yeah. There's a lot of, like... Well, I'll get into some of their copycat stuff later, but that's just kind of what it reminded me of. It kind of shocked me that the knife went through his stomach. Yes. <laughs> yes, it did. You know what I, I mean? Because uh... it's like usually implied violence and stuff on here. Yes. But it, it, got, it, it went off the rails here, and we'll talk about it in a little bit. I actually think so, too. And like, I, why did that woman just stand there like waiting to get stabbed? At least try to like run or punch him or like do, do something. She's just like, mm, I got to the top of the stairs. Now, like... <laughs> High ground wins, that's why. You're supposed to put up a little fight there. The intruder goes into the bedroom, looks under the bed. He doesn't find anything and walks out. While the children hide beneath another bed, after a moment, he pulls one of the sons out by the (laughs) leg. I thought that was kind of cool. Well, the kid was breathing so hard. So, like, he was bound to get caught. I was like, shut that child up. Like, wasn't a shock. Well, the next day, Sam and Dean arrive at the house posing as FBI agents. The policewoman says that the man's body is drained of blood. The mother had her tongue cut out and the children were abducted. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. When the brothers uh, asked what the killer looked like, the policewoman said uh, she like showed him a sketch and they recognized the kind of mask and, and face. Uh, and they decided to go check their father's journal. They had to discover that there's been a, a string of killings uh, with the same MO. And Dean was like, wait, I know what they are. They're evil mimes. And then Sam <laughs> believes it that they're vampires. Yeah. He figures that the pattern holds the same and that they can predict their next they can predict their next attack. When they get to the guy and he says we juice them, we don't because we don't eat fast food, like he was being like comical i assumed that to mean like they they eat the kids yeah you hate vampire stuff i don't Um, i like interview with the vampire you just think it's played out i I don't like yeah i think it's tired and they tried to make it teenish but it's just weird but when they arrive to the um where they're gonna go like fight the guys did you hear what one of them said he goes this is something out of a west craven's erotic fantasy i'm like that's my kind of place (laughs) (laughs) you're like that's my that's my regular dreams yeah tuesday dream for she said <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no one burned down your she shed, Cheryl. <laughs> you, you remember that commercial? Oh, I do. Oh my yeah, god! State Farm commercial. Well, uh, that night the two killers drive up to a house in the outskirts of town. Dean comes up behind them and decapitates him. 
thought that was like, I was like, yeah. Okay, cool. (laughs) Sam shoots the other one in the leg and it's like, well, he's not a mime. He's still evil, though. Oh, God. The brothers question the still living killer. Dean interrogates the vampire, the location of the missing children. But the killer is not helpful until he's threatened with a painful, slow death, which causes the vampire to reveal that they kidnapped the children to grow them as food in a location of their quote unquote nest. Uh, the brothers go to the nest and arm themselves uh, as mass vampires peer at them from the windows. The brothers find the missing children, lead them out, but their escape is cut off by other vampires. Sam evacuates the kid, and then he and Dean turn to confront the vampires. Well, so and they want it when they're like getting all the weapons. He's like, "I want to use these ninja stars." Me, I feel like that was like maybe like a repeat joke. Like he always wants to use ninja like he stars always or wants to use the ninja star like every <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> like he looks I'm like mm, no. So do you do, have you watched Peacemaker yet with John Cena? No, no. Did you watch the new Suicide Squad? Negative. Okay, well you should watch the new Suicide Squad and then watch Peacemaker. I thought Peacemaker was going to be the dumbest bullshit I've ever seen in my whole life. Okay, but laugh out loud, funny. So. One of Peacemaker's sidekicks is kind of like he wanted to bring a chainsaw in to yeah. like kill people with them. And he got so mad they wouldn't <laughs> let him bring it in. And then like the nerdy guy in the van brought it in to save them and like cut <laughs> cut a gorilla in half with it. it was so funny. I don't know. So you just weird. gotta see it. I can't even it's... describe how weird it is, but it's how it's strange. Great. It's like <sighs> laugh out loud. Just watch the intro. Is it supposed to be funny or is it supposed to be like bad? No, it's supposed to be really funny. Oh, okay. It's like meta funny. Okay. He like makes fun of other superheroes. Like satire type thing. But it, yeah, but good. It's not like, I don't know. Not a spoof. Not a spoof. Yeah. Did you like Guardians of the Galaxy? I never saw that. (laughs) What the fuck, Courtney? All right. (laughs) No, I don't get into a lot of that. All right, I'm just getting fired up because we're about to get to the part that really pissed me off. I think. Oh, don't even um, because I have a 20 minute spiel later. So go on. <laughs> so the uh, Sam and Dean decapitate one vampire each, but the remaining one knocks Sam down, and the other helps pin Dean to the ground. A female vampire, Jenny, walks in, and, and Dean remembers her. Uh, from an old hunt, so it's kind of like a throwback to a previous episode. Yeah, I wasn't sure if they were like old flames or something, the way that they showed that flashback. Oh, she was like a little girl in that flashback, though. Okay, scratch that, then. Yeah. <laughs> Big time scratch that, please. Yes, uh, sorry. <laughs> she prepares to bite Dean, but Sam decapitates her from behind. Dun, dun, dun. It might not have been the first time that happened. I'm just kidding. <laughs> And the other brothers take on the two remaining vampires. The brothers kill one vampire, but when they were wrestling, Dean gets impaled on a spike sticking out of a board, which is the dumbest bullshit. It's so ridiculous. I go, wait. I've seen it my whole life. Yeah, I go, I'm like writing as I'm watching, right? So I go, did he get stabbed in the heart? I go, wait, no, he's caught on a nail or something. And then I'm like, wait. This is how the main star is going to die on a hanging nail? Like, what's going on? I said, if I was a long-time viewer, I'd be in disbelief. Okay, so here's the thing. 
I've had a little bit to digest this. This really mm-hmm. pissed me off when I was watching it. Mm-hmm. After all the crazy shit that they've been through, like cars crashing in the houses in the first yes. one, which I'm sure was just a, you know, as we just started to see, it only gets more fucked up and like he's he got possessed, we figured out, and just by the names and all this crazy shit that he dies oh, yeah. so simply. I think it's kind of poetic that it was going to be something very small that would ultimately take him. Okay. This is, I'm going to tell you what I wrote. Cause I'm sort of in the wheelhouse with you. Okay. This is okay. what I wrote during my live watch. I said, this is incredibly sad, but I just don't like the way he dies. I feel like he should have died of natural causes or an illness, something like that. He's fought all these powers and monsters. He's all kinds of weapons. And he's just an ordinary man who should have died of like ordinary causes. I think that would have been a nice touch. Yeah, I get it. And like, at first I was pissed, but then the more I thought about it after the fact, it's like, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's, it's like something's going to get everyone, you know what I mean? And it's not always going to be the biggest, baddest thing, but it's also like they weren't facing like a major opponent. These are just like regular weird vampires. Also, what threw me off because when w- to backtrack a little bit, when the story about the family started and it seemed brand new, I was like, "Well, why are they injecting like that story of the week in this final episode? Like, shouldn't there be something more?" That's like exactly that's the same thing I felt. I was just kind of like something is lackluster on mm-hmm. this, but like there should have been more. I, I feel like the pen that, uh, penultimate episode was probably like the big buildup. And this was just kind of like, Oh, oh, we're just starting with another day. Like it's a little off putting. Yeah. I, I don't know what to make of this. I'd love to know what like hardcore fans think of it, but yeah. Um, well, Sam suggests that they leave quick, but Dean tells him he isn't going anywhere. Sam inspects the wound, finding a large amount of blood. As Sam starts to go for the first aid kit, Dean asks him to stay with him instead. Once Sam agrees, Dean tells them to go get the boys somewhere safe. Sam says that they'll do it together, but Dean tells them it's not happening. And this is the always supposed to end with him dying. Mm-hmm. When Sam yeah. begs him to stop, Dean tells them it's good and that they've had a hell of a ride. Dean tells Sam not to bring him back because it always ends bad. So they must have powers to like bring people back. Yeah, some um, kind of something yeah he also tells him that there's a few things he needs to hear dean tells sam that he's proud of him has always looked up to him he talks about sam was always the smart one who stood up uh to john and that he's stronger than him dean tells sam that the night he came for sam at college which is the pilot that we watched yeah he stood up yeah he stood outside sam's dorm for hours because he thought sam would tell him to get lost he was scared of what he would do in that um it's always been between the two of them sam crying begs dean not to leave him because he can't do this alone dean tells them that he can sam says that he doesn't want to he says that he will be with sam in his heart every day uh every day that they're out here fighting because sam always fights and then did you see that single tear dean did that single tear i thought oh shit that's good that's good if you're a longtime fan that was heartbreaking yeah, and also it's probably emotional for them too because they've been together for fifteen. Oh my years. god! Seriously, yeah. That so it's really probably tough. like a little bit of actual emotion, being like, "This is our final time together." Yeah, definitely. And <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at the next scene, but 
why at his funeral does he have him wrapped up like something on a wicker man? So it's it's a Viking funeral. No, it isn't. Because I wrote that down. Vikings, when they push you out onto the oh, water, yeah, no, Vi- you on Vikings fire. on the boat. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know what was happening out there. That he just burned him in the woods and was going to start like a forest fire. Oh, it's it's called a hunter's funeral. Is that a real thing, or is that like a thing from the? No, show? I think it's like a hunter, like they're hunters. Okay. And that's okay. a hunter's funeral. I made a note. It says the next day, Sam returns to the bunker and gives um, Dean. A hunter's funeral. After okay. Sam wakes up the next morning, goes about his day, he sits alone with Miracle, who's a dog, mm-hmm. uh, taking notice of the names carved into the table. Sam walks through the bunker hallways and looks into Dean's room. So it's kind of like, I think it's like their their ritual. Okay. Okay, because I wrote, Sam needs a girl because this isn't healthy. Like, it was going on for a little while. You know what well, I mean? Like... Yeah, well, we're going to get to that. In a oh, oh, we're going to get to some things. Uh, one of <laughs> Dean's cell phone rings. The <laughs> the call is a sheriff, uh, and they go. he asks for one of Dean's aliases, which I forget what the name is, but it's like some stupid name. Like you oh, would yeah. know better that that's a fake name. Yes. It, uh, oh, shoot. It was something. Okay, yeah, go on. The sheriff says they had a few bodies turn up in Austin without their hearts. And that this person named Donna told him who to call. And Sam says he's on his way. Sam walks out of the bunker door, turning the lights off behind him. Dean finds himself in heaven with Bobby at the roadhouse. Bobby says that Jack made some changes in heaven before he left. He tore down all of the walls and you no longer have to live in a loop of your greatest memories. Now heaven is what it should always been with everyone together and happy. John and Mary oh. have a place nearby, and Bobby says that it's heaven. It's the it's the heaven Dean deserves, and that the, they've been waiting for him. I thought that was a really nice touch. I do think they should have showed the parents like they could have come for like a five second cameo, but I do think that was a really nice touch. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, your parents live down the road and stuff." It was, it was kind of I don't know who yes. that guy was, but like I assume he was, I think he was that guy you brought up at the beginning. But okay. The next thing Dean says, because this is where I take issue and this is where we have to go through something. He says, I think I'll go for a drive. Now we're going to do a little exercise for a moment. I want you to think about what happened in that scene as he's driving. Okay. All the things that played from the moment he gets in the car, which we'll go over till the very end of the series. Okay. And now I want you to watch this clip. So this is, she just sent me a clip from six feet under the final scene. Which I haven't seen, by the way. So so I've brought this up a lot of times on this pod, uh, different episodes. I always reference this. Even when Katie was on early on when we did Carnival, she said this is the most satisfying satisfying ending of a TV show. It's a fine ending. It's a very well-known ending because it was so like admired. So I want you to watch this ending and then think about what we watched in the ending of Supernatural. Okay, I'm going to give people a recap. Um, there's two chicks throwing balls at dogs. No. There's a girl in a Prius going down the road. Watch the whole thing. You could just just watch it. There's a guy getting a blood transfusion by Dexter? Is that Dexter? Yeah, but he's a character in that show. Uh, Back to the girl in the Prius crying. Uh, A birthday for a little baby. Dexter looks so weird without facial hair. (laughs) This is earlier work. Oh, why is it going so fast? It's giving me a headache. Did you see me just get dizzy? 
Yes, I did. Just go with what the theme is. Couple dudes getting married. Back to the car. I get what they're trying to do, but it's making me dizzy. Okay, well, it's a fantastic ending had you watched the show. Do you see any friggin' similarities? Yeah, Tom's past that she's still in the car. Keep watching. What's happening is she's driving, right? That was like the the current time. And as she's driving... The guy in the hallway. What is he in? The guy in the hallway. (laughs) The guy in the hallway, what is he in? The dude that was jogging in gym shorts and a t-shirt. Oh, my God. The parenthood. It's Peter Krause. But listen... The whole thing that's happening is she's driving, right? She's moving away. But they're replaying okay. scenes that are all to come in the future. So parties, people are aging, people are dying. They keep showing the progression. This is a very well-known final scene of a series finale, okay? And basically mm-hmm. it shows all the major characters, because the entire thing was six feet under. Everybody dies, right? So they show every single marrying character and how they progress through life and how they die in six minutes. So what they did here at Supernatural is as Dean's driving and he's in current time, it's showing Sam through all the progressions of life. Getting married, have a kid. Kid grows up. Kid does this. Kid does that. Then eventually Sam dies. This is a direct thing stolen from that ending. I mean, straight up thieved from it. That's an issue. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't watch that. I didn't watch that show. It's yes, it was. It's an issue, Joe. It looks very familiar. I get it. I, but. Yeah, it, look, it's almost a shot for shot, Joe. I go, this is a cool ending. Big problem is they stole the ending from Six Feet Under. But it's saying that heaven is slower than real life. Bull shit. They stole. They put a cool oh, no, no, song no. under it. Yeah, heaven is slower and real life is way quicker. Well, that's great. That's a good. So you don't message. have to miss. So you don't have to miss the people on Earth for for so long. That's what I got out of it. because oh. he was just going for a ride, and what happens is, um, he drives off to carry on my wayward son on the radio. Dean takes a scenic drive around heaven while back on Earth. Sam started a new life first by having children, raising them to adulthood, and um, and then over the period of years. Sam is shown raising his son, Dean, reminiscing about old times, sitting in the Apollo until finally he's on his deathbed uh, in the worst hair and makeup I've ever seen. Oh, my God. I made, I made a comment on it, too. What's but going on with the old age makeup? Now the adult Dean comes over to comfort him, telling him it's OK to go now, similar to what he said to his brother. But he also has the brand mm-hmm. on yeah. his arm. Meaning that he's, he's one of them, too. Yeah. Yeah. Meaning there's a hunter. But then Sam stops on the bridge and then uh, Dean's behind him. Okay. When you said heaven goes slower than, than life, I love that. Uh, I got, it was too distracting for someone who had watched both shows because I thought it's a direct copy. Mm-hmm. I, I just think it wasn't was- like he was driving straight for 67 years. I understand that that girl's that girl that's not driving for 90 years it's it's just the way it's the way it's shot in the whole I mean it's almost a damn shot for shot Joe (laughs) we're gonna put this clip on social and like 
somebody tell me I'm not crazy because I'm telling you, I you're do little, love you're, you're you're not crazy, but you're acting crazy right now. <laughs> you're acting a little crazy because uh, it, it it drove me banana sandwich. I did like I will say when they meet up at the end, they're in heaven, and the show actually ends. I really loved that they came back as uh, the actors came back and gave that little message to the fans at the end. That was really classy. And then like all the crew joined them on the bridge. Yeah. That, that was, was very nice. cool. Very yeah. cool. You don't see that a lot. No, but you don't see people that... I mean, he turned down going into the Marvel Universe, which would have made him millions and millions more dollars. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's someone loyal to the fans. Yeah. Oh, so you got to think that like... Oh, he, he, something, I mean, how loyal he was to this that he turned those down. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I would have been like... Peace. See ya, Captain America. Yeah, really That's fucking awesome. The CW is great, but I'm out. But no, um, I do, <laughs> I do think that had I been a longtime fan, I would be very emotional watching this. Yeah, especially seeing one of them died. I mean, we thought they were both going to live through the whole thing. So mm-hmm. you know, obviously we were wrong on that. And uh, you know, to to see any main character die in any number of shows, you know, pulls at your heartstrings. I mean, Game of Thrones for example, did that to you on a weekly basis and it was still, let alone building up 15 years to have someone die so simply. To have someone um, slip on a, get like tetanus, basically <laughs> it on the nail. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. No, but all in all, um, from the little we've seen, I would recommend it. I mean, I don't know. There's so much to probably take in in 15 years. Like, I don't know if it's all necessary. But the ending was nice. Yeah, I mean, we've seen the the two episodes they probably put a lot of money into, and the special effects were okay. Yeah. In the finale, they weren't like anything great. So you just gotta imagine like season three in the middle of it. It's probably not the greatest look <laughs> look and feel of it. Right. But but I think all of it, as, as we talked about, doesn't seem like there's a date associated with it like you can pick this up in 10 years and it will still look the same which yeah which i think is which i think is important um and i think because they used oldies music it's not like they used uh, like what would have been popular 15 years ago like um you know i can't even think yeah one thing we discussed in the the first episode is like how evergreen this the ability the show has to have yeah it, like to to appeal to someone you know five years from now or even if you picked it up right now be like oh hey it just ended let me just watch the whole thing right um, i feel like you can do that without being like oh this is stupid like yeah. having to like eat your vegetables through the early seasons that look like shit you know right right <laughs> like exactly. you like a lot of things like i know i'm gonna get hate for this one but if you watch like the original twin peaks oh, like, this is very dated you can tell yeah. it's yeah you can it i mean there's a lot of shows like that i even feel like sometimes i don't know i don't want to pick never mind i'm not gonna pick on another show just but... just leave me to get the hate on this one yeah. i'll take the hate <laughs> on it because like a lot of our friends uh, uh podcast friends they do twin peaks that's the only reason why wow, it popped into my head i'm like peaks. they do twin peaks rewatches i don't know how they do that because it's like an older show and even older what? shows i love I, like jericho you know how we talked about jericho last yes. time that is a visibly older show now. 
Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You know what I tried to watch one time, and we might do it on the pod, because um, I couldn't really get into it, was West Wing, which was supposed to be like a really like fine show, but it seemed so dated to me. Do you? I, I hate to tell you, but like I'm still over political dramas. From Just the be, first episode. From the first episode. <laughs> The first episode. Like Have we ever done another one since then? I mean, Scandal kind of. Yeah, Scandal. Was. Yeah. Yeah, but it was, okay. But oh yeah, I guess it was political. I'm trying to think if we've ever done another one besides that though. Like we know, were scarred for life. Like Everyone's like living. House of Cards. It's like it's like what Netflix hung their hat on, and we're like. That was the biggest load of dog shit I've ever seen. You're like, I am surprised you're still around Netflix after putting (laughs) all your eggs in the fucking house of cards basket. It must have been like a novelty for people because they could binge. It was like the first binge. Terrible. Terrible. Like Veep. I know that seems like it's a good one, but I don't know if I can look at Dreyfus's face for that long. (laughs) I don't know. Two episodes is enough for me. (laughs) I don't know. I, yeah, we gotta see. We'll have to revisit the political drama. Wait, wait, you, you you said we were you were interested in doing one. What was it? West Wing, I think. No, you texted me a week and a half ago. You're like, Let's oh, do this one. oh, Good Witch, Good Witch. It's supposed to Good end Witch. after the seventh season. I don't know that it's ended yet. It's a Hallmark show, and they thought it would be neat to do a Hallmark show because we've only ever done a Lifetime show. So I don't think Good Witch has ended yet. I'm not sure. We'll have to look that up. But I thought that might be a neat one to explore because Hallmark is its own, you know, mixed bag of nuts. Oh my god, this looks so cheesy. I know! I know! Like, every one of their, like, oh god. They all got, like, caps on oh their Oh my god, this, yeah, we have to, there's so many veneers. <laughs> it just, like, the, the, like, the cover art. Oh my god. We're gonna. I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it the good bitch. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. I don't know. That was my next. That was my next suggestion. But please, you know, I would love. Someone has sent us some suggestions, which we went through. Um, but please send us some suggestions of different things. Like Joe and I have a long list, but also we want to kind of see what people are interested in hearing. Yeah, like we know what we would like to do, but. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it's what you guys like to hear. So I don't mind getting weird. I'll hop back in the political drama for you because I'm a man of the people. Okay. Yeah, that's right. I'll vote salt of the earth right here. You should have been on House of Cards. My whole life's a House of Cards. <laughs> just, just one, just one cold just blow this whole house <laughs> down to the ground. Just one ace away from falling. Yeah, <laughs> my body is a microchip. <laughs> Oh, Joe, this is fun. Uh, we will not wait 4,000 weeks before the next episode, but um, definitely fill us in. Uh, send us some comments. Let us know what you guys want to hear. Let us know how many mistakes we made in this and how much hate I'm going to get for saying Sam look like shit. Yes, um, I am going to get it, but that's okay. I'll take the brunt of it. You want to know what? I'm, the, I'm the, mostly the social guy. So yeah. if you're like writing to me, it's probably me. And if you're asking me if we want podcast promotions, I'm going to ask you, would you like to lick my butthole? That is my <laughs> response I sent thanks, to everyone. But no, thanks. If people get so fired up like these bots. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyone that has a podcast knows like how much spam you get. Oh. I get like literally like 
50 messages a week. Anytime you run a page like that and in, in like a professional capacity, you get all kinds. Like I get the things now um, because I work in marketing and I have to do different social platforms where it'll be like, share this on such and such page. I don't know what that thing's about. Like why? Yeah. I get so excited when like real people inbox us. I'm like, yes, let's talk. Be friends. Yeah, finally. So- <laughs> finally. All right. Well, you guys be cool. We'll see you soon.